This is an Eye on Annapolis bonus podcast. Well, there is a new sheriff in town, and we do have her on the phone. Uh, I'm, I'm not going to say it's a sheriff, but there's the new general manager of the Annapolis boat shows are rolling into town on October 7th. And Sheila Jones is on the phone with us. And welcome and congratulations on the new gig. Oh, thank you, John. Uh, it's a pleasure to be on your podcast. Um, it's exciting. It's scary. Uh, great to be back in business. Oh, yeah, that's for sure. Well, ho- hopefully Paul Jacobs, who is a former general manager, is enjoying his retirement on a boat someplace with a drink with an umbrella in it somehow. <laughs> um, and uh, you are probably not on a boat someplace with a drink in your hand. You're probably running around pulling your hair out of the office because we've only got a couple more weeks until the two boat shows uh-huh. roll into Annapolis. It does. A week from Thursday. Yes. And it is that crazy time here. But... Um, it's what we like. Well, you are well versed in this. This is not. I mean, this. You didn't answer the help wanted ad in the Capitol that said, "Hey, no experience required. Come on in and run the boat show for us." <laughs> uh, you've been you've been doing this for quite some time, so this should really be a seamless transition, I would think, from old management to new management, or just a you know new way you look there. You know, despite the few weeks of inconvenience in Annapolis, and you know it is inconvenient with the, you know with the the disruptions and the traffic and the people and everything else, it is such a huge event for Annapolis and Maryland and every single one of the businesses in Annapolis, which all can use some help right now. So welcome back. Thank God you guys are back here. Oh, thank you. We're happy to be back. And, you know, we love Annapolis. Um, We love bringing people to town and sending them into the restaurants. And it's so great. The restaurants are all open, Uh, fill the hotels buy things, you know, buy boats, if there are boats, and uh, just have a fun time. You know, that's right. I forgot the restaurants. They're still able to do the outside dining during the boat shows. That's ending like November 4th or something like that. So they've got increased capacity, which will be exciting for the crowds that come for the boat show. That's awesome. Yes, it is. It is. Um, And, you know, October is a beautiful month here. I think it's uh, really, in a lot of ways, it's fall, but it's beautiful fall and a great time to eat outside. All right, you know, I'm, I'm going to call BS on this a little bit here because I mean, I mean, it is a good month, but you never know what you're going to get at the boat shows. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I've been there when it's been 90, and I've walked out on the docks and going, "Are those snowflakes?" <laughs> so you never really know what what October, but we can't blame that on the boat show. We'll blame that on being you know stupid, stupid Maryland weather. Yeah. Um, but give me a little bit of a refresher. I know, obviously, we know last year was canceled. And this year, is this the 50th year for the sailboat show? Or is this like 50 and a half or 50? <laughs> <laughs> We've been trying to figure that out. It would have been 52, but it's the 51st sailboat show. Okay. And the 49th powerboat show. Okay, that, that was my next question there. And for those that are listening that need the dates, the powerboat show rolls in first from October 7th through the 10th. And then the blowboat or the sailboat show comes in October 14th to the 18th. And you can get tickets at annapolisboatshows.com. And that's boat shows at, with an S on the end. It is plural. So is there anything new? What can we expect at the shows this year? As you, as you get ready to open, anything new and exciting? Well, there is. Um, actually, there's quite a few things. But one big thing in the sailboat show is we're having a booth called the Sailing Channels booth. And there's going to be quite a large group of, uh, I guess you call them influencers. Yeah. Sailing influencers here every day. 
there's a schedule. I believe our schedule's online, but they'll be in the tents selling their wares, talking to people, greeting people. That's quite exciting to have that. And on a smaller scale, in the Powerboat Show, we have a an area um, sponsored by Fish and Hunt Maryland, and there are going to be some fishing experts, and there, I guess there are actually some fishing influencers. No need. You know, that's the way things are trending. Yeah, I think I remember a couple years ago. Obviously, it was a couple years ago. There was nothing last year. Um, there was there was a sailing influencer. There was a family that was sailing around the world, and they were detailing. They they had come in for a couple of days, I believe. I I remember it was just one family, but it was it was very interesting to do. Yes, and they have a huge following. Yeah, <laughs> that adds another element of fun to the show. And uh, other than that, we have great boats. We have uh, I think forty catamarans in the sailboat show, which is. Uh, Quite a lot. And uh, our Take the Wheel, Cruises University, um, First Sale Apple, I mean, First Sale Workshop are all sold out. People are really um, looking forward to these shows. Well, they always they always have, um, and it's I've often said that Annapolis is sort of a it's sort of been Googleized in the boating world. When somebody says, "Hey, you going to Annapolis?" They're not talking about. You know, walking up Main Street or seeing the the State House or you know dinner under the stars or anything like that. In the boating world, when you say you're going to Annapolis, you're obviously talking about the first two weeks in October, whether you're coming for a sailboat or a powerboat show, because it's uh, it's kind of interesting because you are arguably the largest draw of an event, you know, in in the state. I mean, because it's so tight, the two weeks and everything else, and you you know, it's just a wonderful thing that we have here and it's the largest in-water boat show right it is um yes and the sailboat sh- is show is the only all sail sailboat show i think possibly in the world for sure in the united states interesting you know it's a great thing and it's what we're known for and i'm really really proud to be part of it well do we have any new boats or any boats that are m- must be seen at anyone's that you know of at this point well um, if you go on the website, we have a lot of premiering boats in the sailboat show, and we have some premiering boats in the powerboat show, which is uh, it's unusual, but we're real proud of that. We have in the powerboat show a boat called Exshore, which is an electric boat. It's a pretty neat boat. Several green boats in the sailboat show. And uh, on the other end of that, we have uh, a Cox diesel outboard engine being demoed, and we have a Boston Whaler coming with three 600 horsepower engines on the back. So you go from electric to, you know, 600 horsepower. 600 horsepower, that's crazy. Three. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I, I, I remember last year seeing some of the boats where they would have, you know, four, you know, four 250s or something like that on the back. I'm like, yeah. that's just nuts. I, you know, I don't know that I could hold on you know, as, that, know. as that gets going there. <laughs> Here's a question for you because I'd always heard that the fall boat shows were sort of for ordering um, as opposed to well, cash and carry is not really the right word, but, um, you know, getting and going. That's more of like a spring thing. But, is, it, is that still the same thing with the way COVID played out and the skipping that, that you expect that people are going to be looking and placing orders for spring delivery? Or is, is, is everything all changed? I think they will be. And I think they'll be hoping they can get them in spring because, um, you know, boat sales have been through the roof. Right. And, uh, and dealers are coming because they want people to order, but it could be ordering for late summer. But it's definitely still an ordering show. And even, you know, in the sailboat show, people come to have their boat, their huge big boat built, which might take two years. 
True. That's the way it is with True. These, you know, beautiful, large catamarans and blue water sailboats. True. You still giving away that Hankley as a door prize? <laughs> How did you know about that? No. Can't keep a good secret down, but... <laughs> <laughs> I it, wish we were. <laughs> it, 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 it was a dream. I'll, you know, it's, uh, the, you know, the, it is a nice dream. <laughs> oh, my word. You know, no. Are you a power boater or a sailboater yourself? I am a power boater. Yes. Any interest in sailing yourself? I mean, obviously there's well, an interest, I like but I, I love to go out sailing. I have no clue when I'm, you know, how to do anything. So I just like to sit there and enjoy it. it it's so peaceful to the person who's the guest you know people tell me that all the time like i'll go out onto the woodwind or in the wilma lee which is with the annapolis yeah. maritime museum and i'm like that's like that's my kind of sailboat you know i sit down i pop open a beer and let somebody else do the work i agree and i just sort of watch the world watch the world go by and i'm okay with that it's pretty perfect you know let's talk about popping beers because the sailboat show is not all about you know kicking off your shoes getting on the boats and um you know, walking around on the boats and checking them out and, and placing orders. I mean, this is a, a big social event, too. I mean, you've got, um, you know, different parties that go on both officially sanctioned, I guess, ones and also separate ones that the different vendors will host. But the vendors and the suppliers really bring out the, their A-list for these shows. Yes, they do. You know, um, you can't, it's hard to come to a boat show without a puff of painkiller, Um and uh, then we have a tasting tent that Breakthrough is doing, and they have five or six different brands you can go taste. And uh, you can always go in Latitude 38. Right. And uh, grab a beer, whatever. And beer, you know, uh, beer too from Pulsar. So, yeah, and, it, and that's not the only way to be social, but it is a social event. It's where boaters come to meet other boaters, catch up with old friends. That's true. What's new? Well, and, and you had mentioned they're sold out, but the Cruisers University, and this is something that if you were thinking about buying a boat, I mean, now, I guess since it's sold out, you need to think about this for 2022. But, you know, this is a chance to really get into the nitty gritty of, of boat ownership and how to handle things. I know that they had, in the past, they had uh, classes for women skippers to be able to figure out how to do that. And then you had, you know, how, how to handle an engine failure in the middle of the ocean, which is absolutely a nightmare for me but to think uh you know how how i would do that i would just sort of sit down cry and wait for the coast guard but it's they're they're a great class and then you also have a i mean you're selling new boats but you also have used boats here as well or pre-owned i guess is the fancier term we do in the power boat show okay um we have a, a brokerage section it's small this year it's going to be on the very outside of the main show because um there are not a lot of brokerage boats this year but uh i think it will be back bigger next year but we do have brokerage boats in the power boat show okay okay and then again obviously you've got all of the accoutrements that go with the boat i mean you've got any kind of vendor i mean you've got the coolers you've got i know that uh you know the sunglass vendors the you know because obviously everybody drops their sunglasses into the bottom of the bay when you have a boat that's <laughs> that's the fine print that you don't see when you sign off <laughs> sign off on it but uh they've got the you know i mean you've got financing and everything else and this is really is a one-stop shop so if you are thinking about a boat uh, it's a great place to go and look around and see what it is. You can get out and get on them. You can actually take some of them out, can't you? Yes, we have a demo dock in the uh, powerboat show, which you can um, demo a couple different kinds to see what you like. 
And, uh, and then, of course, in the sailboat show, we have Take the Wheel, where if you're a really serious boat buyer, you can take a class in the morning and then have a chance to actually get behind the wheel of a couple boats in the afternoon. Oh, neat. Neat. Many ways to get out. Well, if you talk Hinkley into the whole demo doc thing, I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm getting it. You're not going to see me again. <laughs> it's a demo. <laughs> take, take or take take right off there, but um, yeah. Well, this is this is exciting. I mean, I am I'm so excited to say that it's back. That I, I'm tired of saying last year and then realizing that last year just didn't exist for so many things. And it's so wonderful to see that. I know that you guys last year had a whole plan together, and certainly you did in the spring show when you had it over across the bridge in. Um, Ken Island, but you're, I mean, you're going to have the safety things. You're going to have the hand sanitizers around and, and whatnot there. So, uh, it's, it's going to be a safe time. It's outside. The weather looks to be, I don't want to say go out on a limb was still a couple of weeks away, but weather looks to be spectacular. It's usually always a, a good one there. And, uh, it's just so good to have everything back somewhat to normal as it, as it should be. It is. It is. We're very excited, and um, we've worked closely with the city and the county, and it, and they've just been very, um, very nice to work with. They're excited for us to be back. They're excited for everything to be back. It was a tough twenty twenty. Yes, it it absolutely was, and and I, I've heard that a lot of the vendors are, um, you know, really short on inventory because as soon as everybody couldn't do things. They turned to boating. I mean, they turned to golfing and all all sorts of other things as well. But I mean, buying a boat was like a nightmare last year. I mean, they I've, I've read stories where you know boat sales were through the roof because people were able to get out and and do it, and they sort of rediscovered or, or discovered it for the first time. So I guess that's that's a good thing. But now you can get out there and you know see what's out there. Yes, I think that was good for all of us. Um, good for the boating industry to have people. Find boating and know it's a great family sport, and uh, it's going to stay that way. I think more and more people will get into boating. So there's some good. There's always something good that happens. That's true. Well, I'll tell you what. Before we leave, I want to um, talk to a little bit of like the elephant in the room. And the city, you said you worked very well with the county and the city. And the city is just getting ready to take care, take some major, major projects. One, they're going to take down the uh, Hillman garage and replace that with a much bigger garage for more parking and everything else. And then once that's done, they're going to turn around and redevelop City Dock, which is really a lot of the real estate that you guys have for the boat show. And that's going to, you know, probably fall over one of your shows. And what what would happen, what's going to happen during that time? Are you going to be shifting to a different part of the city or model model, model boats? I don't, you know. um, we're not sure exactly, but we've had some meetings with the planning people, the architects and everyone. And they're really working hard to try to schedule so it starts right after our fall boat show, and they, they're working towards some way where we have most of the area by the following fall and make it up somewhere else somehow. They, they really are working well with us. I think we may have to miss a spring show, but um, that's okay. We don't want to, but it, it's much better than missing a fall show. So we're optimistic that we can work through that and uh, – and, and be at the table for the planning. Okay. Well, I know the combined spring show worked out pretty well this past year. I know that Annapolis wasn't able to do it because of the way COVID was, but you were able to go over into Queen Anne's County and have a combined uh, sail and powerboat show over there, which worked out 
uh, worked out pretty well. I mean, I, I talked to several people that were there that just had a great time, and even a couple of the vendors that were there were like, "Wow, this this was really well, really well done." It worked out very well. It was a great show. Um, I think that once again, people were just happy to be out, you know, to be outside to look at boats. They bought boats. But we'll be back in Annapolis next spring. Well, I am going to go to the Annapolis boat shows. Uh, I will go to both of them. The Power Boat Show comes in October 7th to the 10th, and the sale is on the 14th to the 18th. Uh, unfortunately, I'm not going to be buying that Hankley, but I am going to be walking on it and looking at it and dreaming and fantasizing and doing all of that. It's such a beautiful boat there. Um, but as we wrap up, I'd like to see if, if it's possible if I could talk to one or two of the people that will be at these shows and just sort of see how they've been doing and what they're looking forward to. Do you have a, a couple people that you might be able to turn me on to? I think I do. I think that um, you would like to talk to Mark Schulstead of Pocket Yachts. Okay. He sells Ranger Tugs and Cutwaters, and he's just a great guy. We have all great exhibitors, but he's a super nice man. Oh, you're paid to say that. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Aaron Minner of uh, Dream Yacht Charters. Okay. And uh, uh, sail- she's in the sailboat show with her Dream Yacht Charters and uh, Dufour. She's a sweet girl. Awesome. Well, when we hang up here, I'll get those numbers from you, and I'll give them both a call and sort of surprise them, put them on the spot, and we'll see what see Great. what we can come up with there. <laughs> um, but again, you want to get your tickets now at AnnapolisBoatShows.com. Get them early. Get them in advance. That's the way to do it. That way you just walk right in, get onto a boat, and get exploring what everything is here. You've got tons of boats that are going to be coming in you've got a lot of ones that are premiering and of course if you have a boat this is this is the place to go to make sure that you got all the gear that you need to do whether it's a sailboat or a powerboat um, again the powerboat is october 7th through the 10th the sailboat is the 14th to the 18th and that schedule power first sale second is going to carry on for about five years so you can actually mark your 22 3 4 and 5 calendars ahead of time right I think so, yes. Sheila, thank you very, very much. And I'll tell you, best of luck for your first solo gig on this show. And, uh, you know, I am so psyched to see it back. And I'm I'm definitely looking forward to seeing you again in person on the 7th as you, you know, fire off that cannon to let it go. Oh, thank you so much, John. I'm looking forward to seeing you and everyone else. Hello? Hey, is Erin there? Yep, this is she. Erin, this is John Frenet calling from Ion Annapolis, and I'm calling you out of the blue because Sheila over at the boat shows gave me her phone number and said that you would love to talk to us on a podcast about the boat shows and about Dream Yacht Charter. Absolutely, that sounds great. Okay, I just wanted to make sure she didn't like set you up or something like that, and you know, and all of a sudden, <laughs> okay, great, yeah, thanks, Sheila, I appreciate it. Yeah, thanks a lot, Sheila. <laughs> but well, I'll tell you, you guys are going to be exhibiting at the Annapolis Boat Show's Sailboat Show, which is the second week um, coming here, and you are with Dream Yacht Charter, which is not a boat manufacturer. So this is a, sort of a different thing that you've got going on at the boat shows, right? That's correct. Yep. So we are a charter company, worldwide charter company. Um, we have just over 60 bases all over the world that we charter boats out of. So largest charter company. Um, pretty proud of that fact. And yeah, we have our clients going all over the place. Obviously, some restrictions these days, but we are staying busy. Well, I'll tell you, I know last year... 
like didn't exist for 99.9% of the people. I keep referring to last year and it's like, oh yeah, that was three years ago. The um, last year, yeah. 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 <laughs> uh, I mean, how, how was business during COVID for the yacht charter business? So it was at the beginning of COVID, um, dropped off completely um, back in March of 2020, pretty much right after the Miami boat show that year. Um, the world kind of just came to a screeching halt. We immediately saw shutdowns of the various locations where we have charter bases, immediately started to have um, reschedule phone calls, cancellation phone calls for obvious reasons. And we spent the better part of last year doing that with our clients. So rescheduling them, finding a different location that they could go to that was open. Um, it was just, it was kind of insane. Um, and then in a Late September, early October of last year, we started to see an increase in new requests for new bookings again. Um, so it sort of came flooding back. We opened uh, two new locations that were U.S.-based, so Key West and the U.S. Virgin Islands, um, which meant easy access for our U.S.-based clients, and uh, it skyrocketed. Well, that's that's great. That's uh, that's really that's really good. Deal. Now, 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 the clients that all just out of curiosity, the clients that all canceled early on in April, May, June of 2020, were they postponing or were they like, yeah, no, I'm like freaked out. I'm never going to go out, never going to travel again and come out um, of my hobbit hole. So we we had to, as most companies did, had to put in place a, a policy, a COVID policy, um, and we were doing rescheduled. So it's obviously changed and we've had to adapt it as we've gone along but it is um, pretty much a 12-month reschedule window that they have from their the date of their original booking um if they there is a government shutdown of the location that they were supposed to go to okay that makes sense so you said but you guys said you're a worldwide company so where are your other places so we've got bases all over the mediterranean um we're in greece croatia spain italy we have bases up and down the east coast of the U.S., so Lake Champlain, Newport, Annapolis, Key West, um, all over the Caribbean. We're in the Bahamas, and then in the Caribbean, we have bases in the USBI, BVI, Martinique, Antigua, all the way down the island chain. Uh, we have a base in La Paz, Mexico. We're in Tahiti. We're in the Seychelles. Um we're everywhere. Well, my obvious question then, and being the cynic that I am living here in Annapolis, how did you draw short straw and be here in Annapolis with a, with a list of places to be like that? <laughs> uh, well, I grew up in Annapolis, so it was kind of an easy choice for me. Um, I've been with the company for quite a while now, so I've seen the base here in Annapolis grow uh, pretty significantly over the years and watched the company grow. When I first started with the company, we had... Um, 20 bases maybe so it's it's grown quite a bit in my time here um and you know you live there i love annapolis it's nice to visit the other places um which we we do occasionally get the chance to do so that's a nice perk absolutely There's nothing wrong with living here in annapolis no, I, I i agree I, I love i love annapolis i think it's great now did you go to grow up and grow to school here and all that i did yep i grew up here i went to college down in charleston south carolina but the rest of school is here in annapolis very cool. So didn't stray far from your roots. Well, let's talk a little bit about the boat show. I mean, how long have you guys been at the Annapolis boat shows? Um, with Dream Yacht since um, 2011, I believe was the first year we exhibited at the Annapolis show. Um, and that was sort of our introduction into the U.S. market with the company. Um, Dream Yacht acquired 
a local charter company, Annapolis Bay Charters, uh, back at the end of 2010. And so then 2011 was sort of the year that we got the name out there in the U.S. market. Um, and so we've been at the show every year since, with the exception of last year, unfortunately. Now, is it how important is the Annapolis Boat Show to the boating industry? Between you and me, honestly. <laughs> I, I mean, I think it's hugely important. It's, it's where most of the manufacturers come to display a lot of their new models that they have coming out. Um, people come from all over to attend the show. It's it's such a an event. You know, it's not just a boat show. It really is such an event. And the entire town sort of rallies around the fact that the boat show is happening. And, um, I mean, downtown is just crazy packed during the show. It's it's nice to see, you know, it's nice to see people taking advantage of the, the city and the boat show at the same time. And we get a chance to not only see a lot of our customers face to face, which we don't often do. I mean, we don't, you know, our, we deal with our clients over the phone and email. So we, we really rarely get to come face to face with them. So it's a nice change for us. But it also gives us a chance to show them some of the boats that they can actually charter um, and the different layouts and and what it means when they see that in their confirmation email. And so it's, it's such a great opportunity. There's nothing like being face-to-face with people and being able to, to touch and feel the product that you're going to spend a, a week or longer on for vacation. Sure. Well, here, here's, here's a suggestion for you guys. You guys need to advertise for a customer greeter to go out and greet all these customers in these places just before they get on the boats and send there them off go. and wave. And, and I'll take care of that, okay? I'll send you my resume think, a little I bit think, later. I, yeah, I was going to say, John, are you volunteering for that position? <laughs> you know, at this point, I would volunteer for that. There's no, no pay required. Just send me send me to some of those great yeah. places. But so you, exactly. you, you said, that, but your customers can climb on the boat. So, I mean, you're not just a, you're, you're bringing actual boats here to the show. So we will have a boat on display at the show. Um, we're going to be in the vacation basin with Dream Yacht Charter. So we'll have a Lagoon 46 there at our booth in the show um, that people can go on and see and ask questions about. Um, and then, you know, obviously all the major manufacturers are there. So we're able to, to show our clients a lot of the other models that we have to offer. Um, we charter all major manufacturers. So we've got Bali's in the fleet, Lagoon, Saint-Pageau, Beneteau, Genoa, Dufour. So we've got everybody that'll be at the show will have boats that we will either already have or will have in the fleet if they're new models. Interesting. Interesting. Now, now, if I want to rent a boat, a run around boat from the bay or something like that for the day, that's pretty easy, easy to do. But I mean, obviously a larger boat is, is quite a different, different aspect. I mean, how do, how does the chartering thing work? At most of our locations, um, the Caribbean and the U.S., we are resume-based. So we have a sailing resume, a comprehensive sailing resume that our clients fill out um, that lists their past experience, what boats they have owned or do own, um, if they have any credentials, that sort of thing. Um, and then we look that over. The base manager often looks that over to make sure that they're qualified to take the size and type of boat that they're requesting. Uh, and then over in the Mediterranean, it is actually, there is a license requirement over there. So you have to have an international sailing license in order to get a boat charter. Interesting. Interesting. So what if, what if I, you know, I, okay, I'm, I'm a power boater and not a sail boater. So what, I mean, am I out of luck with you guys? Nope. We have power cats in the fleet. Um, not quite as many. We obviously are primarily sail, but we do have some power cats available um, at various locations, um, and we're seeing an uptick in popularity of those. So I think we'll we'll 
continue to add them to the fleet. But if I've got no experience, am I dead, nope, dead in the water to dead skipper. in the water to put this? Not at all. No, we've got skippers that we work with um, at all of our bases and a, a local, you know, the base has relationships with all these skippers and they will um, introduce you to a few of them and let you decide which one you want to take on the charter with you. And they're all qualified to run the boats that we have at the base. Okay, so this is somebody that actually would be this is sort of like when I go out on the woodwind, I just sort of sit back with a beer in my hand and let somebody else exactly. do the work. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. It's a true vacation that way. My kind of sailing, my kind of sailing yeah. for sure. <laughs> um, well, well, this is, this is really kind of neat. Now, um, I mean, I don't want to get into specifics because I obviously, I, it, depending on what size boat and where you are and everything else plays into there. But I mean, is as far as vacations go, I mean, is yacht chartering a bargain or is it not? Is it as expensive as you would think, or not as expensive? Or, and obviously, it's a different situation. I mean, I'm not pushing the button on the phone and having somebody come up from room service with chocolate dipped strawberries at my beck and call. So it is. It's certainly a different type of vacation. I don't think it's as expensive and out of reach as a lot of people assume it is. Um, the nice thing is, is that we have sort of. Uh, different products to suit different needs. So we have what we call a buy the cabin charter, which is where clients can rent just one cabin on a 58 or 62 foot catamaran. Um, and we fill the rest of the boat. So it's sort of a shared boat. Uh, there's a skipper and a cook on board and all their meals are included. And that ranges from about 1500 to 3,500 per person, depending for a week, depending on the, the location and the time of year. Um, for Bare boat chartering, it, it really can fluctuate. I mean, we have, you know, 1,200 boats at 60 locations, so it's it's such a ballpark. But sure. it can really range for a week. You could go anywhere from 3,500 up to, you know, 15,000, 16,000 right. for one of the larger catamarans. And then we do fully crew luxury charters um, where it's fully staffed, and that is sort of in everything is that your your whim so you get to set your itinerary all meals are included it's a, a higher level of service um, and those range from about the twenty thousand dollar and up wow okay so this i mean so you really got it all i mean i can if, yeah. if i've got the uh wherewithal i can just go down rent the boat for a week and go yep and if i if i am, am short on a couple bucks or something like that or i want to meet some new people i can rent a cabin yep and it, it's like a little mini cruise ship um, and, and I'm sorry I made that analogy. It's probably bad. Yeah, of me, but. <laughs> <laughs> the nice thing is, is we can, the boats are not too big. And so they can go into places that the cruise ships can't. So you're going to be able to still go into the quieter anchorages. You're going to still be able to have a much more intimate experience. Than you well, would on, that is, on that is the beauty of any, any, any smaller boat. I mean, even the small, you know, I mean, you can get down to like a little 12 foot John boat. You can get into places in the Severn river that you exactly. never, uh, something larger would do. So this is really cool. I didn't, you know, again, this is something that the boat shows do offer. I mean, yes, you can buy boats. Uh, you're not going to be able to buy one from Dream Yacht Charter unless you're getting rid of some old inventory or something, I guess. But Nope, we do sell new as well. So you can, we do it all. You can buy used from us. You can buy new and put it in the fleet. You can buy new and do what you want with it. So we, we cover all our bases. <laughs> wow, you guys certainly do. Yes. And you got, you said you are in the vacation basin? We will be in the vacation basin down on Dock H. Okay, look at that. They've already assigned. They're they're on the ball. They've already assigned. I know. Signed everything. So what 
what do we need to what do you need to get started with a charter bank and just make a decision of where you want to go and i mean do you guys handle the airfare and all that stuff too or is that pretty much on the we don't okay yeah we don't we just do the boat um and so we can we can assist depending on the base we can assist with provisioning um and transfers to get you to and from the airport but we really just focus on the charter uh it lets us it lets us assist our clients with more of the detailed nuances of the charter itself rather than trying to do all of the travel planning for them so our website is really it's a great tool that we have we've worked tirelessly on it over the years and it is a great tool that does display availability so it's a great way for clients to get a quick idea of is this something that will work in our price range and the budget that we've set you know the time of year that we want to go is there still availability um and that's just dreamyachtcharter.com and then we're always available our team of sales agents are always available to answer questions we send personalized quotes um, and we can be reached at um, 866-469-0912 is our toll-free number. Very neat. Who are most of your customers? I mean, are they families? Are they couples? Um, I mean, do people it, charter really a, a boat to consider buying a boat? Yes, we do. We get that a lot. So we have um, clients that will be working with one of our yacht sales brokers, and they will often charter a boat before they purchase just to make sure that it's the kind of boat they want, the layout they want, you know, if they're deciding between a few different ones, it's a it's a great try before you buy sort of option. Right, and you said that you you represent or you you utilize most major manufacturers of of the boats. So, yep. yeah. wow, that make that makes sense. But who who are you looking to attract to come in? Families or couples or everybody? It's it's both. I mean, we get yeah, we get a lot of families that do it. Um, and then we have so many groups of couples, you know, it's groups of two or three or four couples that charter a boat together. Um, and then we see a lot of couples come for the by the cabin cruise. So it's really a mix. And anybody that wants to charter a boat, we're here. So. Very neat. Well, Aaron, I got one last question for you. Okay. If uh, the owner of Dream Yacht Charter calls you up on the phone, uh, you immediately hang up with me and take his call because he's a hell of a lot more important than I am. But he says, Aaron, <laughs> you need to go out on a sale. Where do you want to go? And which which place do you go to? He's going he's going to pay for it. He's going to send you out for a week on one of the Dream Yard Charter boats. What place do you go to get your boat? You personally? Uh, my the next place on my list would have to be Croatia. I have not sailed in Croatia, and I definitely want to. So that would that would probably be my answer. Possibility wise, that's yeah. a little bit difficult at the moment. Right. So I would probably, in that case, probably head to our USCI base and check that out. No, no, the Virgin Islands are great, a great place to sail. That's a yeah. great place to be. You are able to see a yacht charter uh, in the Vacation Basin on Dock H at the Annapolis Sailboat Show, which will be October 14th to the 18th. You can get your tickets now at annapolisboatshows.com. And we are speaking with Aaron Minner, who is with Dream Yacht Charter, and open up a whole different world uh, for me, certainly, in the last 10 minutes. But dreamyachtcharter.com is the website where you can really get an idea of exactly everything that they do. And you can pick Aaron's brain. I'm, I'm assuming you are going to be at the boat show. I will be, absolutely. Every day? Every day. Opening to close? <laughs> well it's a little bit easier too when you when you do have an annapolis space so it's uh now where are you but where are you based in annapolis we are on that creek at port annapolis marina 
Oh, okay. Fantastic. Aaron Minner, thank you very much for your time. Have a great boat show. I will make sure that I stop by and say hello and introduce myself so we can put faces to names and all that kind of voices and stuff like that. And, uh, you know, welcome back. Uh, that, you know, after, after 2020, this is just so exciting to see the vendors coming back in, the boat shows coming back in, and the town coming back to life. And, you know, let's, let's bring it on. Absolutely. And thanks so much, John. All righty. Take care. All right. You too. Hey, is Mark there? Hey, this is Mark. Mark, how are you? This is John Fernay with Ion Annapolis, and we just spoke with Sheila over at the Annapolis Boat Shows about the upcoming boat shows, and she gave me your number, maybe you knew it or not, and said that you might be able to give me another perspective about the boat shows from a vendor, which is something that we haven't done before for this podcast. How are you? I'm doing great today, and I appreciate the call very much. Okay, so you're willing to go for it? We are willing to go for it. You know what? You know what? I, I was looking at your website before I called you, and you've been around for quite a long time, so I'm sure your information is top-notch. Um, we'll do our best. Well, I'll tell you, let's get the business out of the way. Um, you are the owner and president and founder of Pocket Yacht Company, which is based out of beautiful downtown Graysonville. Yes, sir. And the website is pocketyachtco.com. Yep. And Mark Schulstad is the owner. How are you? I'm doing great. I'm very good today and look forward to just talking to you about the boat show. Awesome. Tell me a little bit about Pocket Yacht Company. I mean, uh, I'm, I'm guessing that just, I, I mean, pockets and yachts, they don't fit together. I mean, I can't put a yacht in my pocket or anything like that. So Strange thing. So where, where does that come from? And, and well, what, what uh, about the company? Yeah, so I'll give you the, the short version. Um, I've been in the industry for a long time, but uh, this is a company I founded 10 years ago, and we were coming out of the uh, kind of the recession at that time. So the boating industry had taken a fairly large decline, and I had an opportunity to check out a new line of boats called Cutwater, which eventually we became the first dealer with for. So what was impressive about the boat and the reason I took the product line on was that we had these smaller boats and all the features on the boats were equal to the boats that I was selling previously, but they were 40, 45, 50 foot boats. So these boats were coming standard with diesel engines, generator, air conditioning, you know, all the electronics, autopilot, radars, TVs, all your full galley and everything, but they were in a trailable boat. So we were just kind of coming up with a name and, uh, you know, yachts, smaller, what are we going to call it? You know, so we just kind of threw it out there, pocket yachts. It's kind of stuck. And uh, we find now that people will be standing on the docks and they'll go, hey, look at those pocket yachts. Look, at that's the bigger pocket yacht and stuff like that. So that's where we started out with pocket yachts. That has turned into now we're carrying Ranger tugs. So very quickly, Ranger and Ranger tugs and cutwater boats are made by the same company called Fluid Motion. They're built here in the USA out of Seattle. And we have, in that 10 years, not only taken on cutwater and Ranger, but we have now become the world's largest dealer for both those brands. Oh, fantastic. Well, I know, I know you have three locations. You've got one here in Graysonville. You've got one in New Bern, North Carolina, and down in Jensen Beach, Florida, right? That is correct, yep. And, and there is actually a pocket watch marina down in um, Port Salerno, right down, around, down the road from you're Jensen right. Beach. You're right. And I have been in there. And I've met those guys. <laughs> 
You know, it was funny. I was looking at your website. Again, it's uh, pocketyachtco.com. And you've got boats pretty much from all sizes there. I mean, you go down from like 24 foot. So that's, you know, pretty much like a, a, a perfect bay runaround um, up to, you know, some larger boats. And I'm noticing that most of them have outboard engines. Is is that a new thing? Yes. So um, as our business of has grown and outboards uh, became more of a predominant segment in boats, especially under 30 feet. It just got to the point where um, motors are so good, uh, you can put it on the back of the boat and increase more size inside the cockpit area, more storage. What are you going to do? Because motor's now on the back. So they've, they've become very popular and uh, they've been very active in producing and, and designing boats, you know, 23, 25, 27, et cetera, with outboard motors up to 32 feet now with outboard motors. So we are able to offer the consumer that wants that outboard power or twin engine power as opposed to a single diesel. They've got a lot to choose from in that, that category. And they're just so reliable today that uh, consumers are really uh, trending towards outboard motors a lot. Interesting. Well, I know I'm I amazed at some of the boats that I do see at the uh, boat shows when they've got you know four and five of them stacked up on the stern of it, and I'm like, going, oh my gosh. Yeah, I don't want to pay for that oil change. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, no kidding. I'm not sure I want to hold on to try to hold on while it's screaming down somewhere, but it's uh, it's crazy. Well, I'll, t- I'll tell you, 2020. Let's just talk about it a little bit. Um, it was kind of a bummer. Um, but it was, I understand it was sort of a double-edged sword. I mean, we didn't have a boat show last year, but I did hear that because of all of this newfound time for recreation, because everyone was saying, go out, get, you know, you know, get, get exercise, be, you know, don't, don't coop yourself up. The boat sales were booming. Was that, is that true? Yeah, it's uh, off the charts right now. And if you go back to, you know, early spring 2020, um, you know, as a boat dealer in Maryland, we had two things that were really hurting us. One, you remember uh, the government basically came out and said, okay, you're non-essential business or you're essential business. And uh, because of that, you're either shutting down or restricted hours um, in your business. So boat sales at that time were considered non-essential. So that, that was strike number one. Number two, in Maryland, they came out and said, you can't go out on your boat. And we're going like, holy cow, what is that all about? You know, when the guy can't walk down his own private dock on his own private boat and go out and have a boat ride. So, you know, as a business owner at that moment, you're sitting there going, what does this mean for me? How do I make business decisions? How do I plan my year? Uh, all those things came into mind. But what happened very quickly was we put a note on our door. Hey, we're, we're closed, but we're, we're available by appointments only, uh, you know, wear masks, do all these things. And very quickly, uh, I would say over the next 60 days, um, we were selling boats at a faster rate than uh, the previous year. And as the year turned out, our sales were up. And in 2021, our sales have increased uh, exponentially again. And so we're just in this position where we don't have much inventory at any, all three of our stores. We have about two or three boats between them. Um, most of our customers, uh, are ordering boats and the and the boats are coming in four, six, eight, nine months from now. 
So uh, for a consumer, they just need to act a little quicker, which as you go to the Napa show, that's a great place. Place your order. It's fall. They're not really going to use the boat at that point. So we can get them the, their boats. But instead of I, I can't say spring all the time now. So it may be next summer instead of next spring. So if you're a consumer out there, no matter what the brand is, the sooner you act, the, the better off you're going to be in terms of a delivery time. Wow. Okay. Because I had, I had always heard that you know, the fall shows, and, and I guess this is in a, a pre-COVID world, I guess, and everything's sort of going to be referenced to COVID going forward, but it was the fall was the time to order your boat, and the spring was the time to, to buy your, the spring shows were the ones where they, I, I would say cash and carry, but I mean, there was a better chance of getting a boat and getting out on the water in the spring than there was the fall. I mean, we've got, you know, in the north, we've got, you know, winter coming, so I mean, the season is starting to end, but you're saying now that coming into the boat show in October, that if I order a you know a cutwater or a ranger tug, I'm not may not get it by spring because it's that busy. Depending on the model, um, you may not get it till spring. You may have a model that's sold out farther, and it's just not ranger and cutwater. I think you're going to find that across the board through many brands. That, that that's what I've heard, and then just in any number of things as far as the distribution. I mean, you can't get cars anymore, you know, that are you're waiting for them and everything else. So it's <laughs> it's nuts. That's uh, I mean, yay, good for you. I mean, that's <laughs> that's awesome. That well, it's, you know, it's it's like if you had to have one versus the other, uh, selling a lot of boats is a good thing. So we're not complaining about that. But there's many parts of it that you know we wish we could do better at, and the manufacturers could do better at. But in case of the manufacturers, depending on which state they're in, they may have been shut down for a while. Their suppliers may have been shut down for a while. So they're trying to gain ground all the time, and uh, they just have never been able to play catch up. Right, right. Wow. That's, uh, well, it's not, not a, I guess it's one of the unintended good things that's coming out of out of, out of COVID. But if we can't uh, keep up with the demand, that's, uh, that's good. Well, Back at the Annapolis Boat Shows, again, that's October 7th through the 10th. You're going to be bringing some stuff over, and it's it's a really easy commute for you. You just, what, about eight miles? Well, I live in Annapolis, number one, so <laughs> there you I'll go. be bicycling down to the show. There, there you go. What what boats are you going to be bringing? Well, we'll have about 10 uh, models on display. Uh, I think there's, uh, right now, we've got uh, six Rangers, and I believe four uh cut water so we'll, we'll be in size from 23 feet all the way up to our 43 footer um so just about you can see everything that we have to offer it may not be the exact version like flybridge versus sedan but uh, be a pretty good representation of all our products sure sure well you know it, it's funny i've also joked that in the boating world uh annapolis has sort of been googlefied <laughs> in that when you say hey you go into annapolis and you're talking to a boater they're going to be like, oh yeah, they're talking about you know the first couple of weeks in October, and that's you know sort of that's about right. it. It's not. It's like, oh yeah, they've got the Peca House and they've got that lovely downtown, and they, you know, that's not what they're talking about. But and it's such a big deal to the city and to the industry, and obviously to the vendors. But I mean, what does it mean to you to be back again after that forced hiatus? I mean, back in the water. I mean, this is the largest in water boat show, I think, right? It's the largest in water boat show, and I do the boat shows in miami fort lauderdale uh west palm beach kind of do them all up and down the east coast because of the locations of my dealerships but uh annapolis for us is the most productive show it's the most enjoyable show we attract a, a wide 
uh, swath of customers from around the East Coast or even the Midwest. And, you know, the show for the dealers, uh, you know, it's a lot of work. We get there, we showcase our products, but really for the consumer, it's it's Mecca because if you are an interested person and looking for a boat, it's kind of like going to Woodstock. I mean, instead of going to see one band, you get to see 10 bands and um, you can go search all the different brands and models in one specific area in a very short couple of days and get to the point where you can make some final decisions where you're not driving from this dealership to that dealership to that dealership so i think it's a great opportunity for consumers uh you get to meet the personnel at the dealership you get to see the products and you kind of get to see what everybody's about and the dealerships are about is it a big company is it a family-owned business you know what's what's their uh outlook for selling their products so I think it's a great opportunity. Yeah, that m- makes sense. And you know, again, with Pocket Yacht Company, I mean, you can come in there and what, what's the word? What's the word in the boating industry for kicking the tires when you like you go to a car dealership, you kick the Bump tires. In the hall. Bump Bump. in the hall. Oh, don't do that, man. That sounds like sounds like it might be an expensive repair or something like that. But uh, <laughs> okay, so bump in the hall. But I mean, you can get on there. You can climb on these boats. You can you know ask all of your questions. Um, you know, and, and everything else. Now, do you sell pre-owned boats as well as new? Yeah, we do. So every dealership probably is selling a new boat. There's people trading in boats. So, you know, we can sell a, a customer a 23 and uh, in two or three years, he's maybe going like, hey, I'm ready. I'm ready for that 31 or something. So we're always trading in boats. They, they really hold their value nicely. And uh, people are just with their lifestyle is just moving up uh, if they desire to, depending on the family size. Are they retired? All those type of things come in come into play, but uh, yeah, we sell uh, a lot of used boats also. So, what's the formula for an upgrade? When I have when I have a boat, if do I have to go a specific number of feet to upgrade? Is there? Well, I think about your checkbook. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Well, and and obviously, obviously, there's plenty of ways to finance a boat as well. I mean, uh, yes, you can bring cash and your pennies and and everything else. I imagine you get very few of those. But uh, you know they've got all sorts of different financing options and everything else. And what do they what do they go out to like thirty years or twenty years on a boat now? I guess it depends on the boat. If you're buying a boat and financing over a hundred thousand, you know you can uh, finance up to twenty years. The interest rates are much like houses, so they're very very low. Obviously, if you're listening to any uh, kind of current news, we know that interest rates are probably going to start climbing over the next couple of years. So from the interest rate side, the financing side, there's no reason to really hold up if you've already made the decision that you want a boat. Um, only going to be to your benefit to, to move quicker. And uh, <clears throat> financing is very, very easy to uh, acquire with a boat. You know, if you got a decent track record with your credit, um, banks are very, very willing to lend money these days. Give me a pitch. Why do why do I or anybody that is not into boating or that is into boating um, needs to get into it? And why do they need to go to you, to Pocket Yacht Company? Well, boating is a lifestyle, and I always say to my salespeople that uh, we don't really sell uh, boats or watercraft. We're really selling the lifestyle. And if you've been around boats or uh, other customers that we have or uh, experienced boaters, it's really the fact that they can be on the water with friends, family, they're creating experiences. And uh, that's really the driver. I mean, whether it's some people, it's golf, some people, it's RV and camping, some people, it's, you know, just 
travel. So boating is a lifestyle, and it's about creating memories, getting close to the water. Uh, you could have your grandkids out tubing. You could be cruising into a marina to spend the night with uh, another couple and friends and having nice meals. You could be out fishing for the day. So you're, you're buying something that you can do lots of different activities on. And so I think there's great value in that for uh, a family and uh, trying to have those experiences out there. Makes sense. Yeah. And with our boats, I think really our, our big feature is number one, we sell at what they call factory direct pricing, which essentially means our factory out in Seattle sells boats direct. They establish the price. And if you've noticed and get on our website, um, all our prices are right there. If you look at our advertising, all our prices are right there. So factory direct pricing, we are selling the exact same price at the factory, except you're getting local service, local support, local delivery. We do two-day deliveries, three-day deliveries. We teach people every component on the boat, how to use the boat. The other unique feature with our boats is they got a very low entry point, point price-wise, as compared to uh, a lot of our competitors. But again, getting back to the pocket yacht thing, they got high features, low price point, and it's going to deliver great value in the long run for you. Well, I love the Ranger tugs. I, 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 I love the style. I mean, 10 years ago, I would have been, yeah, give me the Donzi, give me the speedboat or something like that. But I love the, the Ranger tugs. I mean, it's a small little stocky home. <laughs> on, on the on the water and they're they're just they're, they're fun they're fun boats yeah they're absolutely fun boats you said you're local here from annapolis okay i'm gonna put you on the spot what's your favorite bar favorite bar uh probably it's going boy that's a tough spot there because i like them all right you know so <laughs> yeah you're in the you boat know, you're in the boating industry when I was in my 30s, you know, it might have been Davis's. When I was in my 40s, it might have been McGarvey's. <laughs> I'm not going to tell you my age now, but I, I go to Lunas's a lot now. So, <laughs> <laughs> All right. Fan, that, fair enough. Lun not There are worse places to be than Lunas's, that's for sure. Correct. Mark Schulstad, who is the owner of Pocket Yacht Company, thank you so much for your time today. Um, I would say safe travels across the bay to the Annapolis Powerboat Show. Again, that's running October 7th through the 10th right here in Annapolis. You can get tickets, and I do recommend that you do them in advance at annapolisboatshows.com. And when you're here, you are sure to look for Mark and his crew at Pocket Yacht Company and bump holes, but don't leave Mark's because you got to leave your shoes on the dock. And if you can't make it, PocketYachtCo.com is where you want to go. We hope that people will come out. It's nice to have the boat show back. And uh, we uh, welcome everybody to come and look forward to answering all your questions. Fantastic. Mark, again, thank you so much for your insight. And I'll see you on the 7th. Okay. Thanks again. So there you have it. Many thanks to Sheila Jones, the new GM of the Annapolis Boat Shows, Mark Schulstad from Pocket Yacht Company, and Aaron Minner of Dream Yacht Charter. And while the Hinkley raffle idea didn't work out quite as I had planned, you can bet that I will be there for the opening cannon shot on the 7th. Again, the Annapolis Power Boat Show is October 7th through the 10th and they switch it all over and the sailboats move in for the Annapolis Sailboat Show on October 14th through the 29th. Get those tickets in advance at annapolisboatshows.com and I will see you at the show. This has been a bonus podcast from Ion Annapolis. 
please visit us at ionanapolis.net. Follow us on Facebook at All Annapolis and on Twitter at Ionanapolis. And if you haven't subscribed to the Daily News Brief podcast, go for it. And all of your local news will be delivered to your phone, tablet, or smart device by 6 a.m. every Monday through Friday. 